Welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 26. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is the uh, supplemental show to BAMCast Prime, where we just watch a bunch of extra movies that aren't watched by all of us week to week. Sure. And we Not have necessarily good, bad, otherwise. Just, just movies that kind of fall into our wheelhouse. Well, but we're trying to do like series of yeah. things, like themes and or... A saga, or yes, all, a made, saga. all made, by, <laughs> or all made by the same studio, which Correct. is what we're doing now. Shaw Brothers, we determined, made four million two hundred thousand movies, mm-hmm. uh, about seven hundred thousand of which are on I, Amazon. I think it was five hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Six hundred movies, I believe, was the exact. Uh, You're right. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, but those are uh, they're all over the place, and we've been just picking them at random and going. And this week, we decided to watch, I believe, 1981's "My Young Auntie." Uh-huh. My young auntie. Yes. Yes. I asked you if that was M A I Y U N G. Yeah. No, it is not. No, it is not. No. Um. So a little bit of background on why we picked this movie. Uh, okay. Uh. So. You know, like like we said last week, we're trying to, you know, just kind of not stick to the same troops, the same actors, themes week to week. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked up this one, it was a somewhat modern setting. Okay. Had Gordon Liu in it. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> and uh, it appeared that it was going to feature Lady Kung Fu. It 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 would appear that it was going to feature that. Yes. So these three things made me say, huh, okay. And then uh, looking up the uh, writer-director of this film, he also did 36 Chamber of Shaolin and Dirty Ho and Return to the 36 Chamber. Um, Did did, did he? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, fight choreography. No, director. Director? Writer-director. He also directed uh, uh, Drunken Master 2, uh, the Jackie Chan epic. Yeah, Legend of Drunken Master. Right. So uh, that being said... This movie, mm-hmm. uh, it is almost two hours long. It, it is. That is entirely too long. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, this movie hurts to watch. It is something that I was not expecting. Like like, like we've been saying, I would be hard-pressed to think at this point we're going to give any of these bags. For a good three-fourths of this movie, I was thinking this was probably going to get bags. Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so here's the here's the gist of this movie. So this is probably 1940s, 1950s around there. Judging on that automobile yeah. that you see at some point in the movie, I yeah, I wasn't gonna go with 50s to 60s. Okay, because I'm thinking it's a took time for things to get there kind okay. of deal. Um, basically, so there's this old master who is dying. He has an unscrupulous brother who wants his thinks he deserves that inheritance uh the old master's like nah you're a scoundrel right and you're not going to get it so what he does is he doesn't have any like direct errors right or a wife yes so what he does is he wants to marry this lady assistant that he has that he like rescued their family and they've been with him forever Mm -hmm. um and he wants to marry her and ensure that she delivers his will to his nephew Mm-hmm. His oldest nephew, and that's how he wants his 
his legacy, his his estate to be passed on. Right. So he eventually dies, and she has to travel to the mainland, I guess. I don't know where they were, but she goes to the mainland to do exactly what the old man wished that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the mainland, the, the older nephew, who is the writer-director of the film, uh, is, you know, he's old man kung fu bachelor <laughs> yes old man kung fu bachelor that's i mean the i'd watch cre- that movie <laughs> the opening credit well you kind of thought that's what you were going to get the opening credits is him just doing all the kinds of the kung fu practice and he's got a hard of hearing butler and you know he's just he's got an estate and he seems to be doing all right yeah he's got some space it's yeah. nothing grand no but he's got an antiques collection and sure and you know so he has to go and pick up the auntie at the at the docks yeah and i i don't know how old they're trying to make him look i think they're making him look older than he was although right. he was already fairly aged at that point anyway so sure yeah. i'm just saying like it's hard to tell like i would guess somewhere in his 50s yeah um like not spring chicken but no. not like decrepit old man right um but then the auntie's like 20 years old yes you know so this begins a long quote unquote comical situation mm-hmm. where no one believes that she could possibly be his aunt. Right. And that runs through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to pick her up at the dock and there's a long like, Oh, get out of my way. Who are you? You're not who I'm looking for. Blah, blah, blah. Finally it is who they're looking for. And then she, okay. She is a moderately attractive lady, but Everyone in this movie is just like, good lady. I mean, just like, good God, this is the hottest lady we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There's a lot of that going on, including him before he knows that she's the aunt. Right. Eventually, that misconception is fixed, and he's like, oh, a thousand pardons. Let's go home. And, you know, and they proceed to start going home, but then they pass a tea parlor where the tea tufts are there. <laughs> well, first, there was some rickshaw tufts. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. They, oh, okay. It's right there outside is where oh, they're... Right. Yeah, they're, they, they went to get a rickshaw yeah. and are basically like... I, I don't know. They're doing the like, good lady. Yeah. And they're like, hey, old man, she's too much lady for you. And then <laughs> I think this might be... I'm sure this is a poor subtitle thing, but I think this might be the first battle I've ever seen that was prompted by someone calling someone else a rascal. Yes. Rascal came up in last week's movie, which I didn't think was was an accurate translation. They say rascals a lot, especially during this sequence. And they're like, hey, who are you calling rascals? Let's fight. <laughs> yeah. And then she basically ends up fighting them. Right. Um, From the rickshaw, mostly. Yes. Uh, the old man gets some, some shots in with his umbrella. Sneakily, because like yeah. he, I guess he doesn't want her to know that he knows Kung Fu. That never figures into no, the plot at all. No, But really, he does seem to be does. hiding it for some reason. Yeah. Um, but... So you get a hint of her. She has, quote unquote, skills, Mm -hmm. although they're never very convincing. No, and definitely uh, flipping like a front flip is definitely not one of them. No. Because there's very clearly a dude doing that. (laughs) Holding onto his wig. Yeah. (laughs) As he's playing. Yeah. But so like she has several fight scenes in this. They are helped along mostly by the people getting hit because they are selling it really well. Right. Um, But... Whatever. So they get home. Uh, Things happen. Things happen. And it's just like. It's just a bunch of 
I'm old school from China and the, the ways things here are kind of different. We just don't. Why don't you just take my bedroom and, you know, stay in there? I'll, I'll we'll figure it. We'll figure yeah. things out. I, in the I'll morning. go stay in my son's room because right. we learned that he has a son. Yes. Who's off in Hong Kong learning English because that's what the young kids do. Sure. They think they have to have a purpose. <laughs> the yeah. damn young kids. So this kid comes home with like five of his friends and I fucking hate this kid. I hate this kid so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking stand him. Yep. And what proceeds to happen for the rest of the goddamn movie with this kid is that he will speak something kind of in English. And then everyone in the scene will go, what? And then he will repeat the same line in Mandarin or Cantonese or whatever language this film is in. Cantonese, mostly. And it's, it never stops. It's, it's broken mangled English sentence structure all the time. Mm-hmm. No one knows what he's saying. I don't know what he's saying, but the people in the movie especially don't know what he's saying. So half of this movie's running time is him saying something in English to which no one in the movie knows what he's saying. And he has to then repeat it mm-hmm. so that they will. I never understand why this is happening. Nope. I, I don't. I, for what? Whose benefit is well, this for? Welcome to part of movie where I completely checked out <laughs> and never checked back in. Okay. Well, so... Aside from that, which happens the entire movie, like he shows up and is like, I'm going to surprise my daddy, which he keeps saying daddy throughout this whole fucking movie. And it is the most irritating thing. Mm-hmm. But he just the, the way he's going to surprise him is just by exploding into his bed. And oh, my God, lady. Mm-hmm. So then it's comical. Why is there a lady here? Oh, my God, you're so hot, lady. Why are you here? And all the. All of his Hong Kong buddies are like, oh, my God, lady. Yeah, we should probably fight and throw all these antiques that we you've collected around. Because that seems like a thing that would happen in any logical world. Yes. So they fight for a while and bust up the whole place. <laughs> to which the old man comes home and is like, what? Why? <laughs> what have you done to my things? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's just like, well, you know, I don't know. Go to your room. And she's like, no, you must punish him according to the ways of old school. Yeah, family... Bible yeah. says how to corporal punishment. Right. So flog the shit out of him. Sure. Um, which he does, but the son has hidden books in his pants, mm-hmm. so he is not feeling the effects of being flogged. Uh, all this shit goes on far too long. Yep. They go into town. Um, ladies, like, I need clothes. We have to go into town to get clothes. And this is like the most modern part of the movie because there are neon lights and automobiles and it's modern era mm-hmm. there's makeup yeah <laughs> and, and everything so everyone's just marveling at the big city mm-hmm. uh which somehow leads to another fight well sure because i mean <laughs> if you're not a rascal then you're a bumpkin and we should start a fight <laughs> right. these are harsh words yeah and i think what happens is like the the auntie goes into the store and she wants to get a dress and the local girls are like you're so out of style and you're yeah. weird and stupid just by you by being near us makes us uncool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she, so she buys the dress off the mannequin anyway, because, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck you. Yep. She and buys the most sparkly dress and heels. Then, and like, literally all traffic stops. All mm-hmm. people stop as they walk her, watch her walk down the street. Right. And then an apple cart vendor and the apple tufts are... <laughs> I, I think, yeah, this is apple dumpling gang. Yes. Um, <laughs> the apple jacks. And they're just like, hey, lady... Come here, lady. You're hot, lady, and such. And this begins another fight. It turns out they're rotten to the core. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck, I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they fight a while. Um, the Somewhere in the midst of this, 
first 45 minutes of the movie, the the older brother who got shafted out of the will has sent his gang to go menace her and basically steal the will. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all also in the city and they're almost going to get involved in this, but don't because the Apple Tufts are doing some things and then the cops show up. <sighs> so. Yep. Oh, wait, guess what? Hmm? The young nephew kid's about to be an asshole again. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) So they go back home, Mm -hmm. and then he proceeds to have the part I completely checked out of the movie. Like, I I was was about to leave my luggage behind. This is where I left my luggage behind as I checked out of this movie. I see. Um, (laughs) um, He and his friends are like, let's have a, a... little man party in the in the lobby <laughs> little man party i don't know like there's just like six dudes like hanging out mm-hmm. playing percussion and dancing with each other it's a little man party i mean <laughs> well i mean they're not little no it's just it's a small man gathering what's happened is that they've gathered somewhere like at a windmill or a power tower or something where they're just like man my old man didn't used to punish me and now he does all the time and i'm gonna get him i'm gonna punch his shit out of him and then like wandering musicians show up one of who is gordon and it's like full head of hair and either he's got the guitar and he's he's bopping along with his friend or vice versa and it's like what yeah they go they go back to the the house's courtyard and start playing which wakes the auntie up and she comes out and is like what is this what is this weirdness that you're doing (laughs) but the the musicians are hiding behind something while the friends are all pretending they're the ones doing it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't understand why it's happening. It, there, There's a cultural something in this movie that I'm never picking up on because there's a lot of, there's a lot of where characters will all say the same line of dialogue in unison. Like it's some sort of in joke. And I'm just like, I don't, is this what? <laughs> yeah. So apparently what, they are trying to do is humiliate her in some way because she can't dance. Uh Uh-huh. And this leads to a gigantic, convoluted, nonsensical masquerade party. Uh Uh-huh. Where it's it's just, it's a big choreographed, nonsensical thing where they're just throwing her around and making her dance even though she has no idea what's happening. And then... All of a sudden, the bad guys show up, mm-hmm. and they're just like, hey, wait, we were just kind of fooling around. Who are you guys? And they're like, we're here to do a thing and something. I don't know. Yeah. This goes on for a while. Sure does. The end of this is just basically cops show up and arrest everybody on opium charges or something. <laughs> and then there's another really dumb, like, I guess this is funny. I don't know. But this, like, guy comes out and is like, I'm the detective. And yeah. they're like, actually, he's the second detective. Here's the actual detective. And the actual detective doesn't know shit. So the second detective is also Sereno de Bergiacking <laughs> instructions into his ear. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. It's weird. But... I, I, I've, yeah, there's a lot of this, like, did you just read that for yeah. the first time, like before you decide to do this movie? Because you've now done it twice. Yep, this is funny. Ha yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, but that whole scene finally is just like eventually, like, all right, you can go because obviously we don't have any actual charges against you. So that was a whole fucking stupid thing that didn't need to happen. Also, yeah. But what ultimately what happens is it was a big ruse to get them all away from the house for as long as possible so that the bad guys could break in and steal the will. Mm-hmm. And so basically they're just like, ah, what do we do? And auntie's like, I have a plan. 
plan. And she just like rolls out blueprints to the compound where they are. And she's like, we need some help. Yes. And then this becomes the five deadly uncles. <laughs> this is where I started to perk up and be like, all right, old man fight squad. I just like the expendables here happening where they just go and gather up all the the old man's brothers and they're all just walking down the street all cool like and they're all just like one will just come out of a shop and they will just join up and and I'm like okay cool they all know kung fu they're going to be awesome I, it was a little bit more like uh, desperado okay like, yes. where you just right. walking in like hey new guy just joined the yes you're right <laughs> <laughs> um so that leads to an old guy training montage uh-huh. where it's then revealed that they're all old and can't really do much mm-hmm. um to which the lady and auntie's just like lady and nephew are like we should just go by ourselves yeah we should we should probably just because we're young handle this on our own they're too old and the ne- the grand nephew dons an army outfit and he's just like it is all the cool kids wear these and then she's like all right whatever let's go mm-hmm. so that being said that is the first hour and a half of this movie uh-huh all that was garbage okay from this point on i think this movie gets awesome did it? Uh, yes. I'm probably still asleep. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they get to the compound. I, I did rewatch the end end because okay. I was like, I need to at least know what happened. And <laughs> they get, I, I wasn't seeing anything that was making up for well, all of that other stuff. I, I, I didn't necessarily come around on it, but mm-hmm. I think the last 30 minutes of this is pretty good. They get to this compound and it's a like nonstop search for booby traps and stuff like that, which is just all that exists, like every two inches is another booby trap. Mm-hmm. So they have to deal with that for a while. And then they get inside. And then from this point on, it is just, it's just fucking fight club the whole time. Like the last yeah. like 25 minutes is nonstop fighting. It is just everyone go nuts. Mm-hmm. And what, so eventually like the, the night ends and the, the nephew runs back to the village because they've kind of gotten the best of the auntie and they've, taken her away mm-hmm. um so he goes back and then the five or yeah, i don't think even like it's all the way back they're yeah. just like already walking up like yeah whatever we knew they're they're, they're kind of like skulking out in an yeah, alley like, somewhere we know you snuck out last yeah. night and you know. like, do we need to go take care of this yeah. and they're like yeah so they show up and then it's just fucking karate murder fest going on mm-hmm. yeah sort of i thought I mean, this i, I, I thought I all this know. was pretty badass like this this was all the kind of kung fu that was just I know you were complaining about some of the other ones just being like super choreographed. Mm-hmm. Like this one was super choreographed. Like and like nobody was really making contact and stuff. It was just like a lot of ha 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 ha. Yeah, you know, like, just like well, there was a. I mean, it was for the most part. It's a big Donnybrook until they finally pair off. I, I know, but I mean, like this was like the. The Errol Flynn style sword fighting instead of like actual sword fighting, where the, it's just like let's pair everybody up and we'll just cling 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 yeah, cling the, cling. The sword and, fighting like, stuff was bad. Well, that and and the kung fu. I mean, well, they're just like they're just not no. But nobody's making any having an advantage. It's I, just, I think I was looking at it like, oh, thank God, something's happening. Yes, I think <laughs> that's about the because I, I, I didn't even think it was like that interesting because you know every single one of these has kung fu in it somewhere. It, yes, with weapons or otherwise, and, right. and so it wasn't. But it's but I think my concern throughout this thing was that they had set up they'd set up the the main nephew to be like a karate badass and then he like vanishes for an hour like he has nothing to do with anything and you're like well what was the point of that and then they establish hers having some some skill and then they don't they rarely do anything with that and you're like the fuck is this movie doing I think I've been lied to yeah. so when kung fu did show up I was like oh thank god um, 
So maybe that's what made me yeah. somewhat interested. I but mean, there's a couple things. That, I mean, it, it's very hard to describe because it's it's, it's nonstop just, chaos. It's nonstop chaos, and people are just like passing partners at yeah. points. Yes, and, <laughs> but I think man, there is some there is some pretty good like camera swoosh, and then it goes to another area of mm-hmm. the, wherever they are, and we watch that pairing fight for a while, and then swish over to someone else. But there's one guy. One of the main uncle's henchmen who is just, I don't know, fucking Iron Man. He just, right. he just, you can't penetrate his skin. He's, he's super, so strong. He just, if you go to stab him, he's just going to flex his stomach muscles and shoot the knife off. Right. Uh, which they then find out that his weak point is his armpits. Mm-hmm. Um, so that begins like this whole fight of trying to stab him in the armpits, which he's constantly trying to, to protect. I don't know. I thought that guy was fairly, I liked his two henchmen. Sure. Um, and then I like when it just finally calms down and the two, um, you know, the, the uncle and the nephew square off against mm-hmm. each other. And it's just like you and me, let's fight for the let's fight for the the, the will. <laughs> yeah, it, it's there's a weird point in this where, yeah, where like the three bonus uncles that showed up are, are out of the picture. And they're the, winded. They're yeah. there. They're exhausted. They're so like, leave them outside. Let our them main get their strength back. original director uncle and the evil <laughs> uncle are basically fighting each other's sons except one of them is just like a godson yeah. he doesn't actually have any kids yeah because at some point they make some disparaging remarks about the uncle as to why he doesn't have any actual offspring where right. it's like this movie has two f-bombs in it one is just the random there's a fuck in this mm-hmm. where you know the the grand nephew flips someone off and then yeah someone straight out drops an f-bomb of a different persuasion against that uncle where you're just like whoa movie yeah <laughs> take it easy yeah and, and but the uncle is never just like he, he doesn't react to it he's just like Fuck ever, man. I'm going to kick your ass. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, the thing I, I think I think most of my problem with this movie is that you're not necessarily watching what you want to be watching. Mm-hmm. And and it never becomes like it becomes perfectly clear in this final battle because like they're doing this like uncle to nephew fight, you know, with, with the or yep. uncle to son fight with the, the uh, ex, you know, opposites. And mm-hmm. then eventually it's like okay, main uncle fight main nephew. Right. And then he's like, well, you can't take me on. So it's uncle and uncle fight. Mm-hmm. And like, there is a point where there's literally an upstage battle happening with, with <laughs> Lady Kung Fu, where she's like taking on like 20 dudes inside the house. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I want to fucking watch that. I'm <laughs> tired of this shit out here. I know. That was weird that there was a whole fight going on in the background. Yeah. And you're just like, wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I would much rather Cut be watching that. that. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's just... God, she that, she that. ends up being such a non-entity in this thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's so bizarre because um, we were promised auntie fighting, <laughs> right? So yeah, I, I I don't know. There's just there's there's so much that annoys me about this movie. Like that our main supposedly good nephew and his friends. They're the worst. Yeah, they are. They are the worst. And intrinsically, they make Gordon Liu bad because, like... He, he's friends with them. He's friends with them, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's and part I, of their I shit. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but just pretend he wasn't in this. He had hair, so just... <laughs> it's someone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there's just so much not good happening in this that it, it just piled up against me that... Yeah. This is the first time I feel like we have a Shaw Brothers fail. I, I felt I literally like for an hour like 
at some point during whatever dance battle masquerade ball they were having, I just kind of had this brain breaking moment of just like, oh, my God, I don't e- I have no idea what is even remotely happening here or why or I don't even care. But for me, I think that the last 30 minutes are something (laughs) and I feel like I can give this one jocks just because just because of the last 30 minutes basically it's it's real fucking painful to get there but it's almost I almost want to say this is an interesting palate cleanser like we've now seen okay they're not infallible they can they can fuck up they were trying to do something different I don't know what it was but I don't ever want to see that again (laughs) I do. I yes. I do not. And in, on that to that point, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it. Yeah, I'm going to give it three bags. Oh, oh. I, I really did not like this movie. All right. Um, nothing. Shit. Nothing in the end remotely came close to redeeming it for okay. me. Um, that first hour and a half is just painful. I mean, when they started, pretty much anything to do with music shenanigans in this movie was like fuck all of this. Yeah. I, I, the last 10 seconds are a good reminder of the pain that this movie brings because they they go back to some kind of bullshit in the town square where suddenly the auntie has learned English and it's funny. I don't understand, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it ends real badly. Mm-hmm. But, no, it blew my mind as the Amazon instant video. That was the other reason I said we should watch this was because of the Amazon description where it was just like what the finale the of this end? movie will blow your mind. It's like, no, <laughs> sure didn't. I just figured like, I don't know, ninjas were going <laughs> to jump in from the clouds. And yeah, yeah I just I, I kept waiting for something. And it was just like, well, there's a lot of fighting. I, going I mean, on. there was like the briefest moments where there were the kind of kung fu shit that I like where. You know, it's like a demonstration of like, look, I I am a better fighter because of look how many different styles I know. Yeah, like it started to go into that, yes. but then it no, and then you know, uncle or uh, dumb fuck nephew had to go and fuck that scene up too. And he's just he was just there shitting all over. Yeah. It's kind of like I I don't dislike it per se, but it's kind of like people that can't like the Fifth Element because of Chris Tucker, mm. like that. That nephew was Chris Tuckering the fuck out of this movie for me, where it was like you like this scene might be interesting, but you have fucked it up. Yeah. Like because you're of your presence, you have fucked it up. Yes. And like I said, for me, I can get over that in Fifth Element. This was like I okay, I get it. When there's a character just shitting all over when there <laughs> might be something interesting <laughs> happening in the scene. Right. Yeah. 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 It uh it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Although then I went and read some reviews where everyone was like, Oh, this is a glorious revelation from the Shaw brothers, and mm-hmm. it was just like this is like their take on a, on a musical. And I was like, if it had been, that would have been something. But there's none of that. There's no singing, really. Uh, just a lot of weird-ass dancing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that'd be, to me, that'd be like the same thing saying it about like Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, there's a couple scenes that are very musical-esque. But People equated it to that. By the end of it, it's like, shit, no, it's not yeah. like a musical. The end of Kung Fu Hustle goes fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, again, I like it. It's just, yeah, it would not, you know, it's got almost too many types of movies in one movie. Yeah. Ultimately though, I, you know, I look at this and I think why, why is this one of the ones that got the big HD treatment? Mm. Like going through the list of all the, all the, you know, the ones that are just like stubs on Wikipedia that don't have any information. I'm like, just by that title, that sounds like probably something that's rad. Why did this one get the special treatment? I I can only assume maybe it was something they had in the vault and (laughs) it existed. That's why. Well, now we know it's fighting words. Maybe we really do need to try to find a copy of Disco Bumpkins. Disco Bumpkins, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 
if it had been like Disco Rascals or Rascal Bumpkins, holy shit. Like, that's that's just going to be like a murder fest. People are going to be like, you called me what? Yeah. This society does not like Rascals and it does not like Bumpkins. <laughs> you were one, if you were one of the other, you get out. You just, fuck you. <laughs> we will fight now. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this easily the worst one of these we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I'm still kind of giving it that mild recommendation just because I think the it th- one fourth of it is a pretty good kung fu movie. It's just that my god, the first three fourths of it are oh mm-hmm. <laughs> a struggle, and I apologize. I didn't know. I, yeah, no, you know, I just I I'm looked at certain factors. Anyone. Yeah, I know. I just I looked at certain factors. I saw a car like on one of the posters. I'm like, okay. Takes place in modern day. Uh, had to start a lady. I was like, I would go for some lady kung fu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, sorry, it wasn't more coherent, but the movie is not coherent. So it was the best we could do. Yeah. Um, I'm but, sure we skipped like 18 scenes because there was all like not uh, really. No, we pretty go, much covered well, every I'm just scene. Like weird things where it's like, let's go over here for a second. All right, that was inconsequential. <laughs> Well, okay, yes, there were bits of... Okay, let me... There was that one scene where the uncle is trying to hang this painting. Oh, right, That right. goes on for fucking ever because the, the grandnephew is peeping on the auntie or whatever. Yeah, that's that's what sets off the trip into town is yeah. that um, he provided some uh, cloth, fabric material to make some yes. dresses or whatever, and they were too flashy, so right. she goes and buys a the, way flashier dress. The dress that is nothing but sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, not good. Bad, bad movie. Uh, so next week we will do another one and choose wiselier. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Thank you very much. Uh, if you're listening on uh, Patreon, we appreciate you very much for being one of the reasons we are doing this show uh, with your dollar or more. Uh, it is greatly appreciated and helps us secure movies and such mm-hmm. and pay for the equipment that is Busting out these hot tones to your ears. And if you're just listening on the regular feed, hey, you know, sometimes you don't want to pay for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well said again. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) so thank you anyway. Uh, If you have questions or comments or just want to randomly ask us questions, you can do so at bmf at bmfcast.com. Put Shaw Brothers in there or Bamcast Extra or something or, or not. We'll figure it out. We're smart people. I think I think it's about time we return to the Wu-Tang Clan, don't you? Okay. Just saying. It seems like it's been a while. There are only, I think, 712 Wu-Tang movies. Well, so there ain't nothing to fuck with, man. Nah, yeah. I think there's actually one called Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. So okay. maybe that Sign one. me up. Okay. <laughs> so we will find a Wu-Tang movie for next week, hopefully. And until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra, out. Wu-Tang forever! Wu-Tang forever!